Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Overleveled Podcast. Yeah. So I'm Gavin. And I'm DJ. And this is the Overleveled Podcast. Uh, so this is a podcast where we, uh, in general, we talk about our love for uh, RPGs and Japanese RPGs all alike. Um, we will discuss gameplay stuff. We'll b- discuss uh, story stuff, whether that's uh, reviews or just discussing what's going on in the news. Uh, we'll we'll go over all of that here on this podcast, and mostly this is just a place to to hang out. Uh, whether you're a fan of RPGs or JRPGs or not, uh, if you're a fan of fucking, I don't know anything. Like this is this is mostly just a spot that we can just kind of hang out as the gamer collective <laughs> and just sort of discuss what's going on in the world of, of video games, but uh, mostly taking a priority to that of uh, RPGs. So. If you yeah. are, uh, if you're here for the first time, or you're you've heard uh, an episode or two, or you've stayed caught up with us in the past, uh, we're well, we're we are welcomed. Nope, that's not what I meant to say. We are, <laughs> we are glad you are here, and you are welcome uh, to be here. And we, uh, we whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're uh, listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, we're happy that you're here. And uh, just as a reminder. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at OverLeveledCast, and you can uh, send us emails over at uh, OverLeveledPodcast at gmail.com. And you can comment on our videos on YouTube, and you can write us reviews on Apple Podcasts, and you can join our Discord. Please join our Discord. <laughs> Please do it. Yeah, we got a good little community going on right yeah, here. It's not, you know, we're not... Yeah, we're not fucking like Noah's Ark over here just fucking overflowing with people, but <laughs> we got we got a lot. We got a lot going on in here. We got questions of the week where you can mm-hmm. uh ask questions of the week and have a have a chance at getting them uh asked on the podcast yes, and people yes. can answer your question of the week. Uh before we get to question of the week and stuff like that. Oh, and on here too, we got categories like uh kingdom hearts stuff final fantasy stuff uh memes anime and manga j- all that good stuff uh, yes. yeah a lot of things so, to, to check out oh yeah dj let's just go ahead and get right into a, a couple of news oh, articles okay. i know it's been a let's it's been it a little while um mm-hmm. and i guess before we we jump straight into the the video game side of news um a quick little news update about uh, me and uh, my family and kind of like where we're at right now and why there has not <laughs> been a uh, podcast for the past couple of weeks. Um, basically, right now, uh, since we have last recorded our uh, episode where we reviewed Chrono Trigger, and thank you everyone who uh, listened to that podcast uh, and all your feedback, that, that was awesome. Um, me and my family, we went on a trip to Indiana and that took about a week. Uh, so we were over there seeing family and, uh, also during a lot of the time that we were there and the time that we got back, my, my wife, uh, actually was, uh, getting a, a bit, uh, a bit of morning sickness and, and it's been a little hard for her to, uh, do some things around the house every now and then. So it's been a little hard for me to, uh, you know, find time to schedule uh, podcast recordings and all that good stuff. And uh, all of that morning sickness is due to the fact that we are oh. pregnant with our second baby. Hey! hey. Claps yeah, all around, so everybody. Claps. It- <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we don't know the gender yet or anything like that. It's still uh, first trimester stages and all that. But that's just kind of been a... Um, an explanation for why hey, we've been uh, absent Gavin, for a little quick, bit. 
um <laughs> whenever you do figure out the gender of the baby you're gonna have like a very dangerous gender reveal party yeah we're basically planning on just like shooting huge colorful cannons out at uh-huh. elementary schools awesome um, yeah, you know, and we'll just kind of load them up with anything uh, of the colors. You know, it doesn't matter if it's yeah, like yeah, powder yeah. or if it's just like colored rocks or right. actual, you know, colored grenades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll just, you know, we'll just go crazy with it. And if people get hurt, whatever. I mean, I'm happy whatever. that I'm having a baby. So absolutely. It's all that matters. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, we actually even discussed this a little bit, too. We we are maybe considering maybe not even finding out the gender of the baby mm. until uh, until it's born. Oh, that'd be interesting. Nobody knows. Yeah. That actually, uh, (laughs) it's funny enough, that's actually what my mom had to do with me. She had no idea uh, what gender I was until I was born because every time that she went to go get a uh, sonogram done, I Uh was really shy and covering myself. (laughs) Okay, interesting. So Don't don't look. yeah, and I mean, they like she went a couple of times, and every time she went, who, who knows? We'll just find out when <laughs> when they're born, I guess. Oh, fuck it. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so now that now that my uh, Gavin news out of the way, oh, do you have any DJ news? I don't know. You you don't have to, but if you do, uh, I mean, not really. I mean, I guess in terms of trips, I also went on a trip. Uh, me and my friends, we went to Corpus Christi, which that was yeah. my first time ever being in uh, Corpus, so that was pretty neat. Definitely a lot better than when we went to South Padre a couple years ago um, and actually did film some stuff. So uh, I will make a video about that and put it on Videoverse as a Videoverse adventure. So stay tuned oh, for that, shit. I guess. Very cool. And actually, funny yeah. enough, remember when I was telling you how like, oh, I was actually waiting for somebody to drop some stuff off? Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to drop over my fucking camera because I left it and I was scared <laughs> that I left it in Corpus Christi. I was like, no, oh, please, God. God. Dude. I'm so glad you did not. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's awesome, man. Whenever Brandon got home last night, he he said y'all had an awesome time and stuff about going through a an, an old abandoned ship and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah. So cool. I'm, I'm excited to see the video and, and uh, hear more about that. Um, well, cool. Uh, let's jump into some game news real fast. Yeah. Uh, I know there has been a lot that has happened. Um but some of the there there are two big highlights that me and DJ were kind of discussing uh, for a little bit, um, just just before we started recording. I think the biggest one for me um, is the release of Neo: The World Ends with You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of that series alone. And if you watch us on YouTube, you can see that we actually did me and DJ both we did a um, like a reaction uh, mm-hmm. to the first episode of the anime. And we kind of gave our opinions on that. And uh, I think just for someone like like me, <laughs> I just hold the, the way that that game is, like the storytelling in that game and the way that it's told, I just hold all of that very close uh, to my heart. And it's, yeah. it's, it's very important to me that if... if if a sequel is going to be made or an adaptation of that's going to be made, um, that it be done <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. even though the anime itself alone might not be terrible, um, for me personally, I just wasn't a fan of how it was as an adaptation. No, I 100% agree. Like, how you feel with that is how I felt with Dragon's Dogma. 
Like I'm just like, okay, guy, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I actually I haven't watched Dragon's Dogma. Uh, Don't the anim- or the show or whatever, just because I also haven't played the game. Um, but that is something that I, I, I would like to play the game and and see the show just so I can mm-hmm. also see those uh, differences. But yeah, anyways, so Neo: The World Ends with You is out, and I haven't got to play a whole bunch of it uh, just yet, uh, mostly because. <laughs> right when it came out, I was nearing the end of my first playthrough of Near Replicant. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk more about Near Replicant in a little bit just because uh, I'm still over the moon about that game. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, I went over to... <laughs> I even uh, begged my wife for, for like like at least two days. I was like, hey, um, so... Uh, this game uh, that I've been waiting for for a really long time just came out. Can I go get it? She's like, how much is it? It's $60. She's like, aren't you like playing a game right now? I'm like, no, I mean, I'll, I'll finish this one and then I'll play that one. So, <laughs> that's just the story of my life is just, you know, <laughs> all of the backlogs and stuff. And that's something we'll yeah. also get into later. But oh, um, definitely. Anyways, I'm I'm really excited to play this game. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm, I'm sure you don't have it yet, but if, no, if you want to, yeah, if you if you if you don't want to buy it or anything, I mean, I encourage you to buy it. But if uh, whenever I'm done with it or something, if you just want to borrow it, mm-hmm. um, I'm totally cool with that. But no, I'll, I'll definitely bit, get a copy. It's just right now I just want to focus on some other games. I mean, granted, I actually could have bought it because during our Corpus trip, I actually did see. Neo, the ones that end with you for the Switch. I was like, oh, maybe I should buy it then, but I didn't. Oh, nice. But I'll eventually get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should You should probably get it for the Switch, too, just because I got it on the PS4. And I don't know. Mm. Maybe there's nothing different about it, but that might be whenever we end up, uh, you know, talking more in depth about that game, uh-huh. you can uh, say, we can talk about whatever differences there are. But oh, yeah. Anyways. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, Neo, the World Ends With You is out, and... Um, yeah, you should get it. If you're a fan of the first game uh, or you're, you were a fan of the anime, go go get Neo The World Ends With You. It, <laughs> by buying it, you're telling Square Enix that you want the series to continue, and fucking I want the series to continue. So. Oh, hell yes. Okay, uh, the next one, too. You brought this up right beforehand. Do you want to go ahead and talk about the other piece of news? Sure. So the other piece of news, as two Final Fantasy fans, there was another piece of news... Of Final Fantasy 16 is basically just like the the director pretty much just saying like, "Hey, um, we're focusing on the English voice acting, and it's pretty much almost done. All you weeboos, you Japanese lovers, can wait a little bit. Uh, we're going to prioritize the English voice acting first of this game. So the English That's voice so acting of Final Fantasy 16 is almost man. done. Which yeah, that is crazy to think about. Yeah, like I think <laughs> it." I think it just goes to show just how how far I mean, just how big uh, the franchise of Final Fantasy has uh, become, mm-hmm. um, like in places that are not in Japan. Yeah. Because I think I think uh, Kingdom Hearts um, for a really long time, even up until right now, like still right now for the Kingdom Hearts community, we are still dealing with the fact that. Um, <laughs> They can't even really get down in an official worldwide release for uh-huh. a lot of these games. Everything is either coming out in Japan, like 
a year early or like a week early, but still, yeah. Japan's getting it all that stuff first. So for Square Enix to be like, hey, Final Fantasy, our our like claim to fame essentially, um, is like right now we are we are going headstrong into all of the English voice acting and stuff before we go to Japan, like the Japanese voice acting. Mm. That's like that is fucking crazy to me and gives me a lot more hope for the future of Final Fantasy in the West. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And also just the, the fact that, like, it really solidifies that this game is not going to take nearly as long as, like, 7 Remake or 15 to come out. Yeah, for real. And I think that's... I just I just have so much hopeful optimism for Final Fantasy 16, uh, mm-hmm. mostly because of the team that is creating it and uh, yeah. Yoshinori Katase being like, hey... Um, we don't want to just like show you like if we're gonna show you something about our game, mm-hmm. we're gonna show you a great deal of it. We we're not just gonna sprinkle in like a teaser here and there, and yeah. then just leave you high and dry for like six years or right. longer or whatever. Like he's like you know, the next time we show you something, we're probably gonna have like a release window for you. You know, right. like we're gonna have like Definitely. the date or something or you know. And I really appreciate that because even with the announcement trailer, um, like they sh- they did not give us like the stereotypical CGI trailer. They straight up showed us gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like I know we talked about this in, in our early episodes, but that is just so different than how they have been doing it. You know, I agree. It's very refreshing to see that that like they yeah. actually care about wanting to show something good and high quality when it's ready. So just be yeah. like, here's a trailer every two months. Yeah. And uh, I think the I think what's what's also uh, very exciting about the fact that they're prioritizing the English, um, I think a lot of people will get hung up on um, like lip dubbing whenever oh. they're watching whenever they're like playing video games i know kingdom hearts has had this issue just since <laughs> it's, it's on my mind we were just talking about it <laughs> but um the fact that they are focusing on the english it means like you know i guess just given the whole setting of this very old fantasy setting um it's just like i don't know i'm i'm very excited to see this like old school fantasy type setting with like this old English you know the old English accents and stuff like that I feel like it's going to stay very true to a lot of that and from what we've seen in the trailers a lot of the characters do um I mean sure they they have that like Square Enix anime character flair to them but at the Uh same time they they look more Europeanized I guess right and um that's gonna be very interesting to see in a JRPG yeah, definitely. Now that I think about it, the one thing that I'm just hoping for with Final Fantasy 16 is that, like, I just hope that the cast, the main cast, is more diverse in terms of how they look than the 15 cast. <laughs> or oh, the fucking, yeah. the cast in the new upcoming, what is it, Souls of Paradise game? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that's, <laughs> I I really enjoy the, um, the artistic style of uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he he designed the characters for final fantasy 15 and he Mm -hmm. designed the characters for, you know, uh, the final fantasy origin game. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but (laughs) it seems Mm -hmm. like in those two games, he just kind of like 
lost the like some creative spark in him or something. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you you look at the new characters for Neo: The World Ends with You, and all of these characters have very different, distinct styles. And same thing yeah. for you know the Kingdom Hearts series and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, <laughs> it's just oh, and Final Fantasy VII as well. Like he designed all the characters for that as well. Yeah. Um, but man, it just seemed like for fifteen in Final Fantasy Origin, he's like dropping the ball here. So it's very, it's very nice to see that there is some diversity here in sixteen. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I agree. So I think that's that's it as far as um, some of the news that I wanted to cover. Unless you know, there's something that comes to mind. Uh, feel free to interrupt whenever. Um, Can do. But other than that, uh, I wanted to talk just a little bit about. Um, what was it? Near Replicant. Yeah, so, let's hear it. You've been yeah, playing that so bitch like crazy. You, you mentioned to me that you had, um, I think it was the last episode we recorded, uh, you mentioned that you had just bought the game. Yes, um, I did. Have you got to play any of Not it? Not at all. Or no? <laughs> okay. No. Well, you have at least played Near. Yes. This isn't going to be like a full review type <laughs> uh, discussion, but just because it's so fresh in my mind and and I mm. loved it, I, I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about it. How yeah. how did you like the PS3 Papa Near video game? It was a lot of fun. I mean, I I did enjoy the combat despite how slow it is compared to Near Automata and I'm sure Near Replicant. But I really enjoyed all the characters in the stories. Emil was awesome. Uh, the 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 little girl was was very adorable and just wholesome and cute. Just wanted to care about his father. Can't remember mm-hmm. her name. Um, Yo, uh, Yona. Yona, yeah, that's right. And like, who's the the girl? Like the the bad bitch with the oh, uh, Kaine. The swords. Kaine. Oh, Kaine is fucking awesome. Oh, Kaine is fucking <laughs> She's crazy. Dude, I love her. And of course, the grimoire that was a fucking British accent. He's a lot of fun too. Yes. And just like the the music and the atmosphere is a lot of fun. Like anytime, whenever me and Cole would play on the show, we just like leave our home and explore the the over our town area and just like hear the music playing it's like oh this is just so so beautiful i fucking love this shit so nice but yeah no i it was a great game i enjoyed it a lot great man yeah no i even with this remaster i share a lot of that same sentiment um emil in particular i I really Mm. think is uh one of my favorite video game characters ever (laughs) i've definitely Um, he's so lovable um like it's just like almost every single scene that he's in, like I just want to like give him a hug, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's just, just such boy. a lovable guy, and yeah. um, there, I think there was some um, there were some changes to the way that like certain scenes played out from the original mm. game. Uh, Probably nothing too crazy, but I don't know if you picked it up uh, from just playing the original Nier game. But I, th- I thought it was very interesting, um, like, with with the way that Emil's character is and, like, the way that he just grew up with him and his sister and stuff. There was mm-hmm. a point in the game where you go to the, um, the, the wedding that, you know, the wedding scene? Uh, where, no. like, the, the wolves show up. The wolves? What the fuck? Uh, in the original near... There, there in the original near uh, and in the remake. I don't want to go into too many spoilers, but there was a scene where um, the king of facade with all of the people with all the weird masks. Oh, and all the that! And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, at first that I was thinking like scene. an actual, just like wedding. You know, like 
story yeah, yeah, typically yeah. think. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, so there there was the, the wedding scene, and, and right before the wedding scene happens, uh, you, you talk a little bit with Emil, and Emil is like, oh, man, like, weddings are just so awesome. Like, I wish I could be, I wish I wish, like, I could have a wedding and all this stuff. And then he says something like, man, like, I wish I was, um, I'm blanking on, on her name, but he says the the woman who's getting married, he's like, I wish I was her uh-huh. getting married. And um, and then Nier is like, oh, don't worry, like, you'll find a bride someday. And then he's like, yeah, it's it's not really like that. And that there's kind of more <sighs> hints in this game that Emil is a gay character, which uh-huh. I find just, like, a very interesting detail. Um, yeah. But overall, like, just his character uh, alone was just so amazing. And, Definitely. you know, I, I don't want to get into too many other spoilers about all of that, but um, just the way that he was portrayed, I really, really appreciated him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know <laughs> in the American version, whenever Emil gets uh, turned into, you know, sort of the figure that he is, yeah, uh, he looks at Papa Nier on the PS3 version, and he's like, you look so cool. But <laughs> I always cringe whenever I see that scene with Poppinier because I don't think that Poppinier looks cool like at all. No, not es- really. Especially no. with that like that he's got those like leather straps on his face. It's just so it, it doesn't work dumb. for me. <laughs> but I I did think that the brother Nier in Nier Replicant in the Japanese mm. PS3 version, I think <laughs> he does look cool. So whenever Emil says that to him, it makes more sense. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I really think the the big thing that I can say that I did not like from this game mm. was the content of the side quests. Mm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. All all of the side, other than like a couple of them, all of them were fetch quests. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> like I think the I think the stories within a lot of those quests were very mm. engaging and they told you a lot about sort of the world that you're in and you got to know a lot of the people in these mm-hmm. individual cities that you go visit but other than that man like the the gameplay itself was fun but just having to go and do the fetch quests was incredibly like boring to me um, I agree. That's honestly how I felt about near, or currently feel about near Automata. Like the stories within some of the side quests that we, me and Cole would do, were interesting. But doing whatever it was that we're supposed to do to finish the side quest, I was like, can we can we just do the main quest instead, please? <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm currently playing a little bit of um, near Automata as well, just because um, I, I did a poll on Twitter just to see what some people would would vote of you know four games that i had listed and and uh, mm-hmm. a good number of people were like you should play automata so nice playing through that just a little bit right now have it in a couple of days just because i spent like playing uh near replicant was was kind of draining in a way mostly because uh-huh. i really enjoyed it and so almost any free time that i had whenever i got home from work and i wasn't having to do uh things for my wife and my daughter i was mostly just sitting at my computer desk like with my ps4 on playing playing uh, near replicant mm. so 
Um, I think within like two weeks or something, I played through every ending, like got ending A, B, C, D, and E. Oh, damn. Yeah, all in all, it took me like 66 hours or something like that. I'm sure sure some of that was me like walking away from the controller. Um, But yeah, without spoilers, (laughs) ending E was fucking nuts, man. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you've already seen Ending E on um, on YouTube or anything like that, um, but it was it was not included in the American release whenever the game originally oh. came out. Yeah, it's a completely new ending that ties everything to Nier Automata. Okay, so check that out then. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Um, basically, and then whenever you whenever you first beat the game. The ending that is presented to you is fine enough on its own, uh-huh. but whenever you see ending B and C or D, um, you, you that's whenever you realize that you have officially seen the full story and that ending A really is not the end. There is, okay. there is a very good finality that comes with ending D, and mm. like in particular... And ending B is so like mind opening, but mm. ending D is what the the final ending was in America on the PS3 and and Japan on the PS3 uh, or Xbox. But I know a lot of people are frustrated with ending E, uh, like <laughs> people who have played ending D on PS3 back when it came out. They're mm-hmm. upset with ending E because it kind of eliminates whatever finality came with ending D. Um, But as someone who never experienced ending D whenever it came out, because this is my first time playing through Nier. um, Yeah. As someone who never experienced ending D back then, and I'm I'm only just doing it all at once, and within two weeks got through all of the endings, I, I, like, ending E was a huge mindfuck. Like, (laughs) it was, it was crazy. And, and also, just as someone who has not played Automata, I didn't quite understand what was going on, but it, it made me really pumped to play Automata. Oh, yeah. So, all in all, um, I think it was a really good game as as far as just, like, the gameplay goes. Um, mm-hmm. Like, whenever you're in combat and exploring the world is cool, and I, and I think mm-hmm. all of the characters and all of the NPCs who you meet, they all have, like, just a very good like atmosphere and charm about them um so i really enjoyed it for a lot of that really i think my only gripe was the uh it's just like the gameplay content of doing the side quests right just just was not about that but then you have those other parts of the game too where it's like it turns into like a like a uh like a visual novel like you're just reading Mm -hmm. a lot of text like oh yeah that (laughs) I think for for like you and Cole, I can see how that gets like annoying to do. Like, yeah, no, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of did not like that part. <laughs> yeah, but for myself, who I was just kind of sitting here trying to soak in this world and take my time with it, I really enjoyed what mm-hmm. what was told in those short stories. You know, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But yes, I can see how like if you're not a fan of reading, like if you're not a fan of reading and you've never played this game, just know that there are a a couple of points in the game where yeah. you're just you're just literally reading text for about an hour. 
Mm. And I think just saying that and hearing that, it might sound like, why the <laughs> fuck would I spend my time just doing that? But this it's hard um, shit. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it's not like that kind of thing isn't for everyone. But everything else around that, you know, if if you're not into that, you know, there's something for everyone in here. There's even a yeah, part yeah. in the game where it becomes like. Uh, like a Resident Evil kind of clone whenever you're going through Emil's mansion and whenever oh, you're going yeah. through the basement of the mansion, it's like um, it's like Di- Diablo, kind of. Like mm-hmm. it's very, like there's so many interesting ideas thrown in here. It's just like this big like hodgepodge, this big melting pot of uh, game mechanics and ideas oh, yeah. and a very interesting story all bundled up in one. And um, even though Automata might be more well polished than uh, the original near um, mm-hmm. this game or definitely at least replicant it's still a very good game and I think it is necessary to play if you're if you want to definitely. get into this world that um, Yokotaro has created you know I agree yes near is definitely a beautiful and just fun game series to play and I agree that people should play it if they like JRPGs it's a must yeah. play you got the official DJ endorsement. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that just because <laughs> it's fresh on the mind. Just got done playing with it, and um, it's very good. I'm, I'm into it. Um, so other than that, um, I mentioned a little bit about the fact that I'm playing a little bit of um, Nier Automata, playing a little bit of uh, Neo, The World Ends With You. Um, are there are there any other games that you're currently playing? I I, I saw that you just beat a game. Yes, I did. Uh, yesterday I beat a good uh, old childhood game that I played since many many times since elementary called Zoids Legacy. Which for people who don't know what the fuck that is, which is probably a lot of you, uh, Zoids in general is like a anime series and actually like toy franchise too. Where it's like it's pretty very it's very similar to Gundam. Or like, you know, Gundam, they have a bunch of giant humanoid robots. Both Zoids, they have like giant animal robots where you have like mecha lions, mecha bisons, mecha tyranitars, whatever. Um, it's it's really cool. I definitely enjoyed watching that show as a kid. And yes, and uh, last year, actually, I uh, rewatched slash finished the first Zoid series, Zoids Chaotic Century. And so it was definitely great to come back to this uh, game, both for nostalgic purposes and also as like a Zoids fan to play that game. And that game is actually like a lot of fun because um, it's like the gameplay is pretty much just like a stereotypical uh, JRPG turn-based game where you have all your teammates and you sort of like battle turn-based style where each person takes a different turn. And it was a lot of fun too. And the story was, I mean, the story wasn't like amazing or spectacular, but it was a fun ride. I definitely enjoyed it for the most part. And it was yeah. cool to like see all the characters from the previous Zoid series come together. Like, holy shit, dude, there's a lot of party members you can get in that game. Like, I finished that game with 31 different party members. Like, holy what shit. the fuck? <laughs> wow. But it's probably, that's honestly probably my biggest gripe with the game is like, it's cool to have all these people, but there's honestly no reason to have this many people because you only can use six at a time and each party member doesn't have anything specific about them to make them unique. It's more just like you pick a character because you like them, really. So it's like, yeah, there's really no reason to have that many party members. <laughs> but other wow. than that, uh, it was definitely a very fun game. Uh, it was great to finally beat that game because, yeah, like I've said, I, I played that game many, many times as a kid. But for me, growing up as a kid, I never really... I hardly ever beat a bunch of games. I, I played a lot of games, but I hardly beat any of them. And usually I would play like maybe 
an hour to two hours of the of the same game like multiple times or would never get past that for whatever reason and so now something i was trying to do uh is like mainly go back to a lot of games i played as a kid and like this time like focus on beating that game and zoe's legacy was just another one of those games that i finally beat no happy nice. about beating that and honestly, cool. now that I think about it, uh, I actually like this game way more than Pokemon Pearl, to be honest. <laughs> okay, cool, nice. Yeah, I know. I know you're big into the um, like the monster catching and raising kind mm-hmm. of games. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, two things that I thought of though while you mentioned that uh, all of the characters, dude. That's one of the big reasons why it's it's taken me a little while to get into Chrono Cross. Uh, if you mm. could just guess real fast how many characters are in Chrono Cross, what would you say? I'm going to say 12. There are 45 characters that Jesus you can recruit Christ. into your party in, <laughs> in fucking Chrono Cross. Oh, God. And some of much. them are really, really good from what I hear. Mm. And then some of them are literally just like, why are there 45 characters? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's been one of the reasons why it's taken me a while to get into that. Uh, Interesting. I I, I agree with you. With you know, there just doesn't need to be all that many all the time. Right. Um, and then also, um, I just kind of thought like, you know, whenever you were mentioning kind of that like sort of monster catching type gameplay, um, have you um, have you played Nino Kuni? No, I have not, but I have both of the games. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know we've talked a little bit about Nino Kuni on the podcast, like way back mm-hmm. when we started. Um, but maybe, maybe this will this will motivate you to get into it. <laughs> but literally, that that's kind of the name of the game. Like it's like if Final Fantasy twelve, like the gameplay of Final Fantasy twelve, was mixed mm-hmm. with raising and evolving and like upgrading all of these monsters that you can catch. Right. Yeah, actually, like, I did watch um, the completionist video of Neo Kuni, and I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize it was like a game where you, you know, again, catch and raise and train and battle with a bunch of monsters. Well, that's tight. Yeah. So that's definitely I a just, game that I want to get into. Nice. Yeah, I just, I thought of that, and I just thought, like, wow, like, that's, this game literally would be right up DJ's alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. So Zoids, man, that's, that's fucking cool. I remember, I remember, like, I think I had... Zoids, like I think I had mm. the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, Same, but I've never played the game or watched the anime or anything like that. Uh, okay, cool. So other than other than you just beat Zoids, is there anything like what What are you currently? What's the next game? Well, earlier today I started actually restarted because I played this a little earlier this year. But I'm like, you know what? It's been a while. Let me like start from the beginning. I'm gonna start uh, Shadow Hearts from the New World. I'm gonna beat that game. Oh, nice. Have you have you played the other Shadow Hearts games? I have not, no, because they are extremely expensive. <laughs> oh, okay, rare. cool. Is that the um, is that the first Shadow Hearts? No, this is the last one that they ever made. Oh, oh, dude, you should probably. I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, you do you, man. But <laughs> I've I've heard that like this each Shadow Hearts game is like its own thing. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but that's what I've heard. I'm pretty sure, like, um, I think I think you'll be okay. If you do that, but I think you'll be greatly rewarded by playing them all, you know? Probably, yeah, definitely. Um Yeah. I mean it's kinda like like I'm sure you could just watch the first Avengers movie. 
but <laughs> you should probably also at least watch like Iron Man, you know, yeah, 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 or yeah. or Captain America, you know, it's something like that. So, um, right, yeah, I, <laughs> I I don't know the series all too well. So if that's not how you're, if if DJ's doing it wrong, I apologize to all of the Shadow Hearts fans out there. <laughs> um, but cool. I mean, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're getting into that game. That's that is a yeah. series that I've wanted to start. I know mm-hmm. the the um, technically the first game in that series is a game on the PS One called Kodelka. Um, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, and yeah, so I installed that one on my uh, PlayStation Classic. Uh, I haven't gotten around to play it yet, but I have it mm-hmm. there <laughs> for whenever I am ready to play that one. Um, yeah. Other other than okay, so yeah, other than that. Um, are you playing any any other games on the side or or watching nope. any other shows or what are, uh, what are you doing right now? What are you working on? Um well, there's no other games that I'm I guess playing right now cuz mainly I just want to like focus on just one game at a time. Uh, yeah. cuz I know the next game that I want to play after that is originally it was going to be Mario N64 cuz like I've hardly ever played or beaten any Mario games. Literally the only Mario game I beat was um, Super Mario and Luigi All-Stars Saga, whatever the fuck. And that's yeah. this fucking spinoff game. Um, originally, I was going to do that. But then when I went to Classic Game Fest a couple weeks ago, I bought... Um, I bought a... Fuck, what is it? Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I was like, you know what? The the, the sequel is coming out eventually. I'm going to focus on beating Zelda Breath of the Wild. So after nice. I beat Shadowhearts from the New World, that's the next game I'm going to play. Uh, well, that's one of my favorite games of all time. So, <laughs> Hell yeah. definitely do it, man. Definitely. Um, in um, terms of show, oh, well, go ahead. No, you, no, you, you were, you were talking. Okay. Um, in terms of shows, I haven't really been watching a whole lot. I mean, mainly just anime at the moment. Uh, the only thing that I'm currently watching is fucking uh, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel, which is the fourth uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Fuck yeah! Uh, I've been watching that, and honestly, like. That's been actually really fucking good. Like, a lot of people say that the beginning of Zexel is kind of bad because of the way the protagonist is. Because in the previous Yu-Gi-Oh! series, all the all the main protagonists are just, like, these amazing duelists who never, hardly ever lose, and they're just so good. But with Zexel, it's different to where, like, the main protagonist fucking sucks at the beginning, and then you watch <laughs> him slowly grow and become better as a duelist, yeah. which is really cool. And, like, honestly, yeah. that's kind of a breath of fresh air from going from the previous series where, like, the main protagonist literally never lost ever. Like, the only time he lost was in a fucking flashback. But other than that, he never lost once. And where with this guy, he actually loses a couple of times, and it's nice to see. And the story is actually very interesting and very engaging. It's really cool to watch that. So that's been good. Um, other than that, um, in, terms of, in terms of other stuff... Uh, I recently, like we mentioned uh, before we started this episode, I recently uploaded my uh, One Piece video, the fourth uh, arc called Baratier. Uh, uploaded that, and uh, in my opinion, I feel like that's probably my best One Piece video that I made. That was really good. It's a very um, good video. If you if you're yes. listening and and you want to stop this podcast to go watch his video, I highly encourage you to do that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, I did that. Um, so eventually going to start working on the next arc, which is, in my opinion, the best arc. And a lot of people say that, like, the next arc that I'm going to talk about, a lot of people say is, like, the arc that gets people into One Piece, which I can agree with that. Th- th- this next arc is really fucking good. So I'm going to be working on that soon. And some other videos, like, I'm going to work on the Corpus Christ- Christi vlog. And then 
Gavin, uh, I had him actually be part of a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with a bunch of people who know nothing about Yu-Gi-Oh, which is kind of the <laughs> whole point. Just have a bunch of friends who hardly know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh, just playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Going to work on that video and upload that eventually. Um, actually, yeah, like I did work on a bunch of videos before I went on my Corpus Christi trip that I wanted to work on. Like I have, I have this one stupid thing that I want to upload called like a... Yeah, have you ever seen like a a food review video or anything like that or at oh, least yeah. kind of know how they are so yeah. <laughs> something that i i don't know if i want to make it a series but something i want to kind of start doing is like anytime i find a soda that i've never tried i'm just going to do like a shitty parody like food review video where like i, <laughs> I act like a stereotypical douche tuber and just like review the soda so i so i, I recorded that and that's a video i'm going to work on it's going to be like a very short just stupid thing um nice. Very and then cool. the yeah and then the last thing that i worked on is uh a video game collection video because uh since like i guess 2019 well actually let me backtrack like for for a long time again as a kid i played a shit ton of games but hardly ever beat them and like a lot of times what i would do is like if i couldn't beat it or there's a new game that i wanted i would just sell all my games and then buy that one game. And so yeah. now what I'm doing is I actually want to start collecting video games. And so I've been collecting video games for a long time, uh, for like the past couple of years. And I actually remember like a while ago on my Instagram, like in 2018, uh, July 2018 someday, I don't know the exact day, I uploaded a video where it's just like, I just kind of just dump all my video games with the caption, if anybody ever asks me if I play video games, and I just dump all my video games there. <laughs> yeah. And so... Yeah. And so I kind of want to do an update video because it's been three. It's literally been three years since that, and I definitely have more games by now. Oh yeah. And so I want to do like a, a much better version of that, and like actually counted how many games I have, like physical copies. In terms of physical copies, I currently have two hundred and seventy-seven video games. Wow. Yeah. Dang, and out of those, <laughs> and out of those video games, I've only beaten uh, sixty-two, I think. Yeah, oh man! So you got like, you I got beat. a whole like uh, uh, like tally system going on. Like <laughs> yeah, you're keeping track. Yeah, like nice. Yeah, absolutely. Like in the video, I'm gonna show you like the different consoles that I have, the games per console. Out of those games, how many do I have, and how many I've actually beaten, and stuff like that, and then like the full score and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man! It's a lot on your plate. Yeah, it's a little, little bit of stuff going on, but it's all oh, good. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So I asked just kind of like everything that that you got going on right now, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I got uh, as well. Um, mostly, mostly I wanted to not just discuss um, the backlog of video games, but just kind of the backlog of life, <laughs> and you know, mm. um, I feel like me and you both um, are pretty good about. Um, starting up new things and working on new mm-hmm. projects and kind of like taking on uh, different challenges kind of like in this in this uh, I guess form of entertainment that me and you have decided to be so like heavily a part of um, mm-hmm. so I think in a lot of ways um, me and you and I'm sure I'm sure like everyone out there can relate to this um, but just kind of we can we can have the tendency to uh, basically have that saying of like I I really want to do that but never actually telling ourselves like I will do that 
right? Yeah, definitely. So, so I think, um, in particular, right now, I think for the both of us, the biggest thing that I think I'm guilty of when it comes to that is um, the video games that I purchase. You know, mm-hmm. like that is like, oh, this game came out, or this old game that I have wanted to play for years. Uh, it's available for me to purchase or whatever. Um, I want that. I want to dedicate some time to do that. I really want to like experience all of what that thing has to offer for me firsthand. Uh, so I'm going to buy that so that I can get to doing that. And then it sits in your game collection or it sits on your mm. uh, hard drive or whatever, whether it's a video that you want to make or a video game that you want to play or a book that you want to read, something like that. That like That is easily for me one of the biggest uh downfalls i think Mm -hmm. um for just kind of like my progression in um i I don't know maybe it's maybe it's a fulfillment thing but like that stunts that stunts whatever it is that keeps me fulfilled and wanting to do those things i just don't get around to doing it um i think a lot of it comes down to um everything else that you have going on in your life obviously if if me and you only played video games i don't think we would have that (laughs) issue with video games you know because we'd be playing all of them all the time Um, right but we have other aspects in our lives that just in general take um greater priority um for you it's it's your uh work and your family and and your um you know your your personal channel on youtube and stuff like that um Mm. for me it's i have a uh a one and a half year old baby and one on the way oh sorry (laughs) my work phone (laughs) was going off uh for me it's it's my job as well and and my wife and my baby and and uh getting to see other people and doing all that sort of stuff you know that's definitely that's very relatable stuff i feel like so um some of the things that I recently have been doing um, or things that I have also recently purchased because it's not just for video games for me I recently purchased Final Fantasy 15 the dawn of the future so yeah. so this is the uh, canonical sequel to Final Fantasy 15 the video game um, oh shit okay it was originally supposed to be a completely playable DLC to the game, but then whenever the uh, creator or the uh, the director of Final Fantasy 15 um, left the company, it kind of mm-hmm. left Square Enix in a pretty bad shitstorm. The only yeah. planned DLC that they could release was the episode Arden DLC, and basically everything else that they wanted to release had to be crammed into this book. Uh, so it's really unfortunate because a lot of people, you know, a lot of a lot of people who do play video games and a lot of people in general, I think today, just aren't really into reading books as much as maybe we were whenever we were younger kids or mm-hmm. maybe if we uh, were in a different generation. I feel like mm-hmm. just reading books has kind of like lost a lot of its flavor nowadays. I can agree with that, yeah. And um, I personally for me... I I really do enjoy reading books. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've read the first two Witcher books uh, very recently, and I'm planning on reading through all of those. Um, I currently, right now, am in the middle of reading and listening to the audiobook of The Hobbit for the first time. Oh. Um, 
because that's been another thing on my backlog for years and years is I want to fucking read The Hobbit. Like, it's one of the biggest, <laughs> like, um, you know, it's one of the biggest pieces of, of fantasy media ever to be released. Um, yeah. Like J.R.R. Tolkien's whole world of, of Middle Earth and stuff like the Silmarillion and all that sort of stuff. Like, if all of that didn't exist, then none of this would exist and I wouldn't be enjoying these things because they wouldn't exist. <laughs> you know, I've just been wanting to get into all that. So right. um, that's the other thing, too. It's like I have all these other books that I really want to read. Like I've read the first two Witcher books, but there's like six or seven of them or something like that. And uh, I would love to continue reading them. But it's just like there's other books that I want to read, like the Final Fantasy 15 book and the Hobbit book and like uh, the Game of Thrones books and stuff like I, these are like I've purchased like every single book um, in all of these huge series like Harry Potter and Game of Thrones and The Witcher and uh, uh, The Wheel of Time uh, and just like all that sort of stuff. But realistically, I've probably only read like maybe five or six total books of those series mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and they've all been out of order. It wasn't like I read this book, then went on to the sequel until I just finished the series. It's like I just jump around. Um, right. I think <laughs> that this is... You know, it's not just books for me, obviously. Um, it, it can even be, like, with music. Like, there's some bands that I really want to get into. And I want to go through their whole discography. And, like, I'll only, feel, I'll only feel fulfilled if I have heard every piece of music from this band. Um, so that I can mm-hmm. say, yes, I listen to that band. Or I, I like this band a lot. And I feel like I have... I can, I can say my opinion on it because I've listened to everything on it, you know? Um, yeah. Same thing with, like, TV shows and anime. Holy shit, dude. There's so much anime that I wish I could watch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, there's so there's so many other things, whether it's video games, yeah, books, yeah. music, whatever, TV, other TV shows. Um, currently, right now, me and my wife are watching um, The Sopranos uh, on HBO Max. Oh. Old, old ass show. Like, came out in 1999, finished mm. after, like, six or seven seasons or something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're only just starting it now, but we're also like in the middle of watching all these other shows. So for right now, it takes us a while to finish TV shows because we right. have all these other things going on. And um, I know a little while ago, me and you discussed um, uh, we we discussed it in the Chrono Trigger podcast, and I, I, maybe in another one before that as well. But the idea of being so overwhelmed with all of these options in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll spend maybe, like, 30 minutes just browsing the PlayStation Store or the Nintendo eShop or something, and then you end up not buying anything, but you just, like, spent there, you sit there, or maybe you'll buy, like, two or three things, or maybe just one thing, but then you don't even touch that thing. Like, basically, like, there, I cannot tell you how many games I have on my consoles, that are just installed on there only because oh it's on sale and yeah, i want yeah, and definitely. i want that you know like the the idea of me even like playing that did not even really cross my mind i just did it because i saw that yeah. and was like i want that and i have money so i'll do that right. you know um and uh i just feel like we're we're all like very susceptible to building up a huge backlog. Um, 100%. Like you had, like, I think physical media is 
an excellent thing and I prefer physical media over digital media um, and the great thing about you know all of that is let's say let's say you have 200 physical copies uh, of just video games um, mm. you can you can just hold on to those like if you just want those to have them you can hold on to them and if you know 50 years down the line you see one that you haven't played you could say oh i mean <laughs> maybe we maybe we're not playing video games 50 years from now maybe we are i don't know <laughs> but um <laughs> i just realized we'll be like in our mid 70s <laughs> in 50 oh, years wow. from now imagine us fucking playing final fantasy like 30 whenever we're I mean, in our 70s shit. anyways <laughs> um anyways you know it's like you can still do that whereas digital media uh maybe one day you lose your account information and you can't log in or something or for some reason all of those games are just wiped or something like that you can't really get that stuff back so you're you're basically left with this empty hole of like you you spent money on something and you never got around to playing it and now you can't play it anymore because Mm -hmm. things that are out of out of control so thankfully we have physical copies of stuff um, I guess in that sense, maybe it's better to play all your digital copies first, then get to your physical copies. Because if that's the case, like, you know, play them before something terrible happens. So that way, at least you got them out of the way. Then you can, like, like you said, like, you can just play the physical copies whenever you want because they're right. there for as long as you have them. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe even even if, like, whenever you come to that conclusion now, maybe you might also just think, well, maybe I should just from now on sure maybe there's those like digital sales uh that you see every now and then um but this is actually as far as video games go this is something that i have come to um i don't know maybe it's like a lesson that i have learned but whenever i continue to think about oh i spend all this money um Mm -hmm. on video games that i don't ever play or like maybe i do eventually but it took me way too long to do that um i could have just bought it now and it would have been cheaper that's one of the other things too is this idea of like um maybe maybe you have like because I, i feel like for me in particular it does kind of become an addiction at some point and it can in ways become detrimental if it's like a financial issue that you might be having personally or with your family if it's yeah. just like I'm just I'm just going to buy these things because I want them but I may or may not use them you know um mm-hmm. so maybe we're getting a little bit deeper here whenever you talk about sort of like that shopping addiction but that's kind of what it is for someone like me um so the lesson that I have kind of learned is maybe I should just maybe I should really should stop buying digital copies of stuff mm. because whenever they're locked away on my library on my PlayStation store or my Steam library or my uh, Nintendo eShop you know library or whatever it's like a lot of that becomes invisible to me right um, so I I end up like never touching that like basically ever every now and then if i'm like incredibly bored sometimes i'll spend you know i I mentioned spending 30 minutes like looking through the playstation store sometimes (laughs) i'll spend like 30 minutes just looking through the games that i already own and then i will end up just not even playing them you know um yeah and so i think one of those lessons that i've learned with with the whole purchasing um video games maybe it's best if you buy a physical copy because then you'll be you'll 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 come across this mindset let's say you go to gamestop and 
you find a, a physical copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake for $35. And then you say, well, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really know if I want to play or if I, if I want to spend that money yet. But then you also go to, you go home and you look at your PlayStation store and you find a physical or you find a digital copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake. But instead, it's like twenty nine ninety nine, five bucks cheaper mm-hmm. for the digital copy. If you fi- if you look at the digital copy, you might actually say, you know what, I might I might buy that. I'm I'm probably gonna buy that right now actually because it's it's yeah. cheaper. I'm saving money. I'll still have the game. But I think what you might want to do instead because what what will end up happening is you may not ever even play the game so even still at the end of the day you might have spent thirty dollars on a game that you'll never play or what you can do is you can look at the store like the digital e-shop or whatever and say hmm like I, i wonder how much this game is i really want this game so you look up the game on the store and you see it's like a 20 dollar game it's 19.99 or whatever then what you might want to do afterwards is find a physical copy online or something like that and maybe like look up this game uh cheap or whatever and find like an ebay listing just like some used game or something like that because then i feel like at least for me this this works for me i'm not saying that's that this is like <laughs> this isn't like money saving tips from gavin or something like that <laughs> this is more so just like self-control and being yeah, more definitely. thoughtful with what you're buying and not just saying oh that's cheap i'm gonna buy it you know right i agree so um there there are there are a handful of things that i know that are currently on my backlog that these are games that i that i currently do own that i like really do want to play um currently right now it's like i know i mentioned this just a minute ago but i have near automata and i have neo the world ends with you i just mentioned those two and i kind of you know was talking like i'm kind of going back and forth but right now i'm not playing any of them just because i i barely just started both of them and i i'm in a good spot to where if i wanted to just start one of them and play through it i could very easily just start the other one over from the beginning because i'm just in the very beginning of both of those games i don't want to hop hop back and forth from those because that's another thing that i'm guilty of doing is (laughs) hopping through games and stuff and not just sticking to one game yeah and um another one too is a game that i recently got a digital copy of just because it's really hard to find physical copies of it but 13 sentinels is a game that I really want to play. Um, and from reviews that I've heard, I've heard it's one of the greatest modern stories in JRPG games ever. Um, and so it's a brand new game from Atlas. It came out like maybe 2020, I think maybe 2019. It's a PlayStation exclusive game. So, um, I got that on the store just cause I was like that. I, I know will be on my backlog. I don't know for how long, but I definitely want to play that game. Um, the other games too are the Trails games. There's the Trails in the Sky games, Trails of Cold Steel. I want to get through that. That is a series that I've been wanting to play for a really long time, and I know I've I've talked to you about that. Um, I've played a couple of the East games uh, from NIS America. I played East One, Two, and Origins, and started another one on my PC. Um, but I haven't finished that just because I get distracted with other things, you know. Um, right. The other ones too. I was just thinking of them. Uh, I'm blanking out now, but I guess um, I don't know. Just kind of like, how do you feel about this idea of like having a backlog and maybe like ways that we can 
try to combat like the complacency of playing these games that we really want to play or watching these shows that we really want to watch or whatever uh i guess for me because like i mean yeah like i said earlier i have fucking 277 games i got i got quite a bit of backlog but like as i was looking through them i was just like you know what honestly some of these games i really could just get rid of because like a lot of them i got them just for the sole purpose uh, purpose of video verse just like a stupid one-off dumb yeah, game we could play yeah. or something like that yeah. uh but so a lot of these i could easily just get rid of but with the other ones too is like as i said earlier like i'm, I'm i mean granted with actually let me backtrack a little bit normally what i do because at first i thought i had an addiction but really i'm only buying games that either i played as a kid but never beat and i want to focus on beating that or games that i genuinely want to play like i'm not just buying games for the sake of buying them for the most part which yeah. i know uh some people do with a lot of other different things not just video games yeah. uh, so i that's one one thing that i do is like i want to get this game that i know that i want to play someday and like another thing that i'm doing too is like to not always buy video games or anything regardless is like i, I made a rule to like well actually i don't really keep this rule but <laughs> a rule that i'm trying to keep is like i'm only gonna buy a new game if i've already beaten two other games so for every two games that I beat, I can buy one new one. That's a, that's a pretty good rule. I'm trying to do, yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to do that. Also, too, with our discussion about like digital copies not playing them. Actually, what I'm probably going to start doing is maybe next year's like focusing solely on a lot of the digital copies that I have. Because yeah, I do have quite a bit of physical uh, digital copies. Like I think I have like uh, I know it's less than a hundred uh, digital copies, but probably like around eighty or something like that. Yeah. Of, of digital hobby so definitely next year i'm going to focus on beating a good chunk of those and like i, I said uh focus on just playing games that i played as a kid and one thing that i'm going to do is like or the one thing that i have been doing is like each year i'm going to like choose 10 games that i know for a fact that i want to focus on and play i did that last year and made a top 10 of it and i'm doing it again this year just like these are 10 games that i know for a fact that i want to play i'm going to focus on them and i want to beat them and stuff like that and then like whatever else comes after that that's fine and one thing that I'm planning on doing is because I have two games left that I want to focus on is Shadow Hearts from the New World and uh, Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild and so if if slash when I beat those and if the year is still not over then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and finish the games that I haven't uh, beaten yet like for example like uh, in Hack Infection I'm literally on the final boss but I got to grind for that so I'm going to do that and finally beat that game same thing with digimon world data squad i'm literally grinding for the final boss but i haven't beaten it yet so i'm gonna do that uh and like a bunch of other games like those like games that i'm like i'm close to beating but just haven't gotten to it yet i'm gonna do those um so yeah like with other things too i guess you just you just gotta like i guess find some strategy of like how you can a not spend a whole bunch of money on stuff and how you can uh like find a strategy to like actually get through that stuff because yeah having a backlog is fucking ridiculous and overwhelming and makes you just not even want to go through all that stuff sometimes oh yeah yeah there's definitely a big amount of stress that comes with seeing seeing all that stuff too especially whenever you start thinking about like the whole idea that that's all it is at that point it's just a backlog Mm -hmm. that you're that you're not even touching um one of the things I just remember too is just like, <laughs> um, whenever you mentioned too of just like having sort of that self discipline of like buying games only that you know you want to play. Like for mm-hmm. me, the other day I was looking at my um, my 
uh, PlayStation library, and I saw that mm-hmm. I don't I don't know when it was, but apparently I bought the like Contra collection, where it's just mm-hmm. like all of the Contra games. And I literally thought out loud to myself, like, why the fuck did I like when the when the hell am I going to <laughs> when the fuck am I going to play Contra? Right, right. Like I like I love me some like old school games. That's like one of my favorite uh. things to play is just like old school games. But like Definitely. realistically, I, I look at the, a lot of the games that I really enjoy playing. Like when the fuck am I going to play Contra? And so then I I remember I was looking at a at a game. I can't remember what the game was, but I remember literally just going to buy it because it was on sale for like 80% off or something and it's like normally like a like a $50 game or something. And I had it in my uh-huh. cart and before I even bought it, I literally th- like said to myself like when the fuck am I going to play this game? You know, like <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need to buy this game. Just because it's cheap does not mean I need this uh-huh. game, you know? Absolutely. Yes, I agree. So I think I think you mentioned some valid points, and I've noticed these things from you as well. Um, whenever me and you would talk about video games, I know that there have been plenty of times when I've said like, um, "Oh, like, are you gonna play this game?" Or like, "Oh, like, I let you borrow a game. Like, when do you think you're gonna play it, or whatever, so that we can discuss, you know, talk about it, or whatever." And then you'll say something like, "I'm currently playing this game, but uh, I'm going to play this game." after I'm done playing it you know like you like I've noticed that you have at least better than me a better system of uh, maybe I think it is like a self-control thing of just like I I don't want to just start playing a game like right in the middle of whenever I'm playing another game you know and I think that's yeah because that's literally what I would do as a kid like I've, I've played so many video games but never beat a single one of them because I was like this game was fun now let's try this game this game was fun now let's try this game just like yeah. focus on one game <laughs> yeah and I think that actually really started becoming an issue for me whenever I got my first computer like a like a powerful mm. like I remember I was like 11 or 12 years old and I got an Alienware desktop and it's is really fucking powerful at the time uh, even still to this day it only just like uh, crapped out on me uh, like two years ago or something. Um, oh, wow. So I, I was able to, and I was playing high-end PC games until it broke, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, my stepbrother came over one day and taught me how to torrent. Um, mm. And basically it was like, you can basically just get whatever game you want uh, whenever. And this isn't like a everyone go torrent message but it, that was like really enticing for me and he showed me how to do it and the websites that I could go to to do it and I found myself in a position where I basically was getting literally any game that I wanted for free and I was like this is awesome I can have any game that I want and I never have to pay for it this is so cool so I was just downloading games and downloading games and downloading games just because I was like this is a game I want I really want to play it, so I'll download it. Oh, but then this website also has this game, and I really want to play that one too. So I download that game. And I think that, for me, was probably the beginning of this spiral of basically just collecting games (laughs) and not doing anything with them. And not that I... it's This is not me saying I have an issue with game collecting in general. I don't. I, I actually... Um, I guess I consider myself a game collector as well in the in the positive sense as far as like the physical yeah. copies go. But whenever you're digital, like whenever you're just collecting games on your Steam library or on your computer yeah. or something like that, it's a little bit different, you know, just because 
you can very easily with a click of a button just buy games buy games that's and they make Definitely, it so easy yeah. for you to just buy games like that you know i agree so i think one thing too to like to help maybe combat i guess maybe specifically talking about with video games is like maybe try not to buy games where like there's no end to it you know games like gta or minecraft or games like those because like i feel like if you just play those or animal crossing because like they have no end to it so like you just play them forever and like that could increase your backlog because all you're doing is playing that game but then you have all these other games that haven't touched you know yeah yeah or i think if if you're if you're the kind of person who is like that's your favorite style of game like i you know i can't get enough of animal crossing or grand theft auto or something like that um i think it's just like it's just important to say like if i'm going to buy another game i should Mm -hmm. stop playing this game i could i could take a break from grand theft auto for a little bit or i can take a break from animal crossing for like three weeks or something like that so that Mm -hmm. i can invest some time in this other thing and then when you're done with that other thing just go straight back to animal crossing you know i really i don't have uh, i don't have an issue with (laughs) those games at all um, but I agree with you in the fact that like they don't end, and like games like Minecraft, they never end. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, I mean like if you're into those kind of games, those are probably. Well, I mean, the there only is some charm to that, buy. you know. Yeah. yeah, there's no bad, nothing bad about that, right? Um, but yeah, so I th- I think we kind of discussed some some good ways to combat it, and you know, I, yeah. I think for people who will listen to this, I'm sure I'm sure they can agree with a lot of what we're saying right now. Um, Maybe maybe you know other people in your life who <laughs> obviously have like a you know a, whether it's like buying video games or they buy way too many books that they don't read like me or like they buy you know clothes that they don't wear and stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying that you have to like confront these people about it or anything like that. But um, maybe you're one of these people. I think there really are good smart ways that we can go about just kind of controlling ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree you know i'm not I'm not trying to make this all like a uh, an <laughs> alcoholics anonymous like addiction <laughs> conversation or anything like that right. but um, PSA. i just feel like especially whenever you talk about rpgs holy shit dude the amount of time that you have to pour into rpgs in general can be yeah. ridiculous that's true i that's think true. with rpgs and like like specifically are like jrpgs and stuff um persona 5 royal i got that game kind of recently and that's like you look at how long to beat.com that's over a, a fucking hundred hours of just story gameplay that you're getting through you know maybe that's another thing as well maybe you're not just looking at um the price of some games but maybe you think um oh this is a game that i really want to play it just came out maybe i should look up on average how long it takes to beat the game because if you don't have right. 50 60 hours to pour into a video game um maybe maybe hold off until it's at least like on sale <laughs> or something yeah. instead of buying a brand new game you know like i <laughs> i made that mistake with buying persona 5 when it had just come out and only yeah, played yeah. like an hour of it you know that's true yeah um but yeah i i think i think we've we've had a good discussion about that um yeah, I don't know. If, if there's anything else that you wanted to add on to that, feel free to. Uh, no, not really. Cool. Okay. Well, then let's go ahead and look at our question of the week of our last episode. We got... So, on the last episode, we did our uh, Chrono Trigger review. Um, and the question for that week 
was who is or what is your uh, dream team? Like, who are your favorite characters of Chrono Trigger? If you could have your party of three, you know, to always be in battle, who who would your characters be? So, we got a response from One Pin Tones, and that is yeah. a, that is the official pronunciation. He finally <laughs> told us how to pronounce it. He told yeah. it. Name reveal confirmed. <laughs> yeah, and it, by the way, and he even he w- even went as far as to explain what it means, and he says it's because he sucks at bowling. <laughs> okay, nice. That's nice. Anyways, nice. one pin tone says uh, that his is Chrono Frog and Ma- Magus Magus whatever mm-hmm. says yeah. felt so powerful. Favorite character was Frog. I felt so sorry for him, but he kicks ass. I agree. He's got a he's got a pretty tragic story, but he is so badass. Um, yeah, thank you so much for the answer. Uh, if you want to answer question of the week, um, you can either comment on our Discord or comment under the YouTube video or write us an email, whatever. Uh, DJ, do you have a top three? Uh, yes, I guess it would have to be. Man, kind of hard to choose. It's either gonna be Chrono. Uh, Robo and Frog because I feel like those three together are like that's like the boys it's like the three amigos you know that's the kind of vibe I get whenever I put those three together either those two either those three or again Chrono Frog and uh, fuck who's the cave girl oh uh, Ayla Ayla oh Ayla or Isla one of those Isla or Isla Isla, something like that just because like I love because like I feel like Ayla and Frog just have a really good dual tech with their like their healing ability called Slurp kiss, I believe. Yeah, like, it just heals. So, it just so, so much healing. It's like I love it. So either yeah. one of those two combinations. Yeah. I think if I, I like. think if we're talking um, like just from a character perspective, I think I agree with you. I think it's uh, Chrono, uh, Frog, and Robo. Um, yeah. But as far as the uh, the dream team goes uh, in combat, for me at least, this is how I this is how I beat. Uh, uh, Lavos at the end of the game. It was Chrono mm-hmm. Frog and um, uh, fuck. oh Luca. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Chrono Frog and Luca. And I really, I think, as you get closer to the end of that game, I think I, I personally just started liking Luca a lot more, especially with her relation mm-hmm. to Robo. But uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But man, yeah, I, I did their like their try uh, tech thing that they do, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they were just... That's a good team. Um, So, yeah, that was question of the week for last week. We do have a current question of the week, and this question was actually suggested by One Pin Tones. Uh, Oh, two for two, let's go! Yeah, Yeah, so um, he actually... He offered up two in one comment, and if you're a member of the Discord, you can go ahead and read what both of them were. But for right now, we're just going to do one of the questions that he... uh, that he suggested and that is what is an uh what is your favorite video game that you can't get any of your friends or family to play i know exactly what mine is but we'll talk about that next time <laughs> yeah so i thank have some you. ideas of, of yeah. Them, yeah yeah so thank you one pin tones for that question again that question is what is your favorite video game that you can't get any of your friends or family to play I'll go ahead and repost that into the Discord for everyone to see. Uh, but if you want to be like one pin tones, 
uh, or any of our other like one beautiful, yeah, if you want to be like any of our other beautiful members of our uh, Discord, you can go ahead and join that. And um, we, in our question of the week tab, uh, if you have any suggestions for future questions of the week, please go ahead and leave them in there. So, yeah, you can have the chance to get your question asked on the podcast, and we'll talk about it, we'll discuss it, all that good shit. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you so much again, DJ, for joining me on this episode. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you if you want to answer that. Oh, wait. Oh, I was I was about to say, well, we have to ask a question for next week. We literally just did that. That's how <laughs> That's how fast my brain is working right now. Uh, okay, cool. Well, I, I hope um, if this is either your first time listening to the podcast or you've listened before, again, we thank you so much for listening. Um, other than you know all of the social media stuff that I said in the very beginning of the episode, we also have a Patreon uh, currently just there. If you uh, feel like monetarily supporting us, no pressure whatsoever over there. We may have uh, incentives in the future for stuff like that, but for right now, it's just if that's how you feel like supporting us. Um, but other than that, thank you for lis- listening or watching on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever. Thank you for all of that. So anyways, I think that's going to do it for us. DJ, um, hit him with it. Uh, see you later, uh, Monkey Gator. Ooh, um, after a while... Fuck. <laughs> nice. <laughs>